everyone, and welcome to episode 298 of Fans of Power. I am Joe Motto, and well, if you notice, T-Rex isn't here. He's got family that's visiting. Rebecca isn't here because she's still on honeymoon, so she said she's pretty exhausted. Nathan is here, but he'll be in the background lurking, so he hears us, you know. He can hear us. You can't see him, but we have a special guest today, and of course, you know him through the He-Man community and other places with toys as well, and he is working on something right now that when this popped up, I don't know if it was mid-September when he did some kind of teaser, but I can't wait to get into this topic. So, Emiliano Santaluccia, thank you for joining us. Hello. It's am, good am I there? Yeah, you're, here, you're here, man. Like I said, I'm okay, just kidding. Okay. Because ever since you started the teasing and showing the other stuff online, I was like, oh, man, there's so many questions I want to ask. And, they'll, you know, the chat, they'll have stuff to ask as well later on when we get to the Q&A part of the show. But I'll quickly shout them out, and then we can get into some stuff here. But first, let me just say hello to Mobile Recluse, Daniel Carhoonan, GamerBud, Michael Purvis, Simple Tricks is here, Toytastic77, Jordel Freshbreeze, Carlos, and PopHood69, Eric uh, Munoz. Uh, and oh, God, I hope I didn't butcher your name, Eric. Sorry about that. So, Emiliano, what? Um, Hi, everybody. You got, yeah, you got to go ahead. Just uh, First, I got to say, the teaser I think you first did, from what I recalled, was mid-September, I thought, where you were think, having yes. like a yeah, an image of a photo shoot, and you said it's not masters related. I forgot how you <laughs> phrased it, but I was like, what is he talking about? And then we started seeing other things. And I was like, Yes, we hear about Lords of Power, and I was like, how does this all come to be? But I mean, well, if anything, I guess I, I will start off. Lords of Power. How? How did this happen? What is going on? This has <laughs> happened with Lords of Power. Well, the story actually begins uh, two years ago, more than two years ago. Um, you know, I, I've been knowing Per Browner uh, for, a, for a few years now. I mean, we, we met at Grey School Con in Germany, and then we met again um, at, um, at PowerCon, especially in 2011 when we... Uh, we went together to visit Mark Taylor and Rebecca again. It was my second time at their place. And Rebecca and Mark were so kind to invite Pear and his friend um, Kevin that were there uh, at that time. And since then, we've been very good friends. He came here um, in Palermo a few times to basically to learn from me if there was something to learn, but he wanted to stay here with me while working. And because he was he's, he's already in the business of 3D modeling, etc., but he wanted to do toy design. So he came here and worked with me and watched me working. And he started doing stuff. And I can say he quickly become a incredibly professional modeler for toys. He even sculpted a couple of figures for Masters of Dinner's Classics. Uh, you okay. may not know, but uh, Roboto and uh, Roboto in the club, club gray school and uh, uh, Katrina, they are both sculpted by pair. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, yeah, the four horsemen uh, hired him to, to, to help them out. And we always said to each other, why don't we do our own toys? Why don't we do our own toys? And, you know, it's one of those things you play with every once in a while you talk about it but you never know exactly how to do it uh, or how to start so at one point 
Pierre had a contact um, for uh, a friend that uh, has a contact in a factory in China, and that's the biggest step, uh, the biggest hurdle for everybody to have somebody that can help you produce the toys. Uh, because I could design and Pierre can sculpt them, but then you need the factory to actually create the molds and cast these toys in plastics. Um, so we started talking to him. We started bouncing a bunch of ideas between me and Pierre, and we said, well, we have everything we need. Let's do it. And we, of course, said we cannot do it just the two of us. We need somebody else that do everything else that we cannot do. And of course, our first choice was uh, Joshua Van Pelt. Josh, as you heard about Josh many times, I'm sure. So Josh is another great friend of mine and uh, somebody I would trust with everything. So Josh was the perfect choice to basically lead. Uh, his title is CEO of the company, but I can't say we actually have a real role or anybody is the bosses of I guess I'll avoid that question because I was going to ask. I was like, you yeah. got you, you got Josh, Pierre. I was like, what's happening with this? So, okay. okay. Yeah, it would just say, well, let's let's do it. And so, you know, Josh, uh, the, the company we created is uh, uh, has been created in the U.S. So uh, I'm still in Italy and Pierre is still in Germany, but the company is in the U.S. So Josh took care of creating this company. You know, all the bureaucratic stuff, all the paperwork, taxes, etc. And that's for Formo Toys, correct? For those that yeah, don't know Formo Yeah, and we created Formo Toys. Okay. We had long chats about uh, what what the name should be for this company. And How we, did you come up with that name? Well, I'm, you know, I wanted, this was my choice, like I insisted with this one, and I think at the end, uh, Josh kids played a big role in it because they liked the name more than the others we were working on. And I wanted something short. I wanted something uh, that sounded funny and that ended with a, uh, with a vowel. Um, and also we wanted to stress that this company is all about the artists and being a creator, being a designer. So we wanted to use a term that was related. So something about shapes and forms. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and uh, shape in Italian is forma uh, with an A. Um, so you missed so, the boat. You could have called this Santa luxury toys. You could have did something fancy like that. There it went. You missed it. But no, no, well, toys. Not, not entirely because uh, I have a pre-convoluted story about our mascot. You, you've seen the logo, it's formal, and there is this little pair with yeah. eyes. That's that's a pretty long story about the logo, but uh, we, we'll, we'll get to that if, if, if <laughs> okay. you want. But save that because this is already get, getting too long. But we created the company, then the pandemic started. So our contact couldn't go to Hong Kong anymore and China. So we were stuck. And for a few months, we didn't do much. I mean, we were designing our line. It wasn't this this line. We're designing this first line we had in mind. We designed another thing we had in mind. We had like two, three projects. And we were designing those. Um, and, and then we couldn't do anything. We were stuck because of the COVID. Yeah. Uh, and 
Then at one point, I got another contact uh, in, in Hong Kong that could help us. And we said, well, let's let's start. Let's see what we can do about it. And, and we started talking again. In the meantime, the company was created. The, the name was Trademarked Formal. Uh, so we were set up to go. And then something else happened that you will find pretty weird. Uh, Val called me. Val Staples called me. And we chatted a bit. And... Uh, good to hear that's good to hear. yeah and i mean we had this idea that maybe we had something that we could sell a power con um so i thought well we have this line we want to do at one point why don't we do this first because of power con and everything else will come after turns out that was the best idea possible and and so we started, and it was a good idea because this is uh, this line, Lords of Power, is talking to a built-in audience for myself. Uh, it's I know the people that know me know this kind of toys, this format of toys from the eighties. They like Thundercats, they like Masters of the Universe, they like Blackstar. So I had this audience ready. I knew how to talk to this audience. So. It was just perfect. It was perfect for Valve, perfect for us. Let's do it. And we started cranking on it. And and then we came to the to the name choice. And I mean, I had this list of names. I had this memo from Mattel about the names they were considering for Masters of the Universe. And there was Lords of Power was never used. It was never trademarked. Okay. So we did a research and Lords of Power was available. And so we said, okay, that, that's perfect. It just has the, the perfect feeling for our brand. It it uh, already talks to fans in the way we want. It reminds the fans of the stuff we want to do. Uh, so let's go. Let, let's do it. And we got here. I don't want to anticipate any more questions that you may have, but I mean, this is how, how, how the whole thing started. Okay, because I was going to say, that probably would explain why then on the single-carded Origins figures it has L-O-P instead of saying Lord well, of Power. Well, that's... Or, mm, I, no, actually, I don't think that's the reason because um, we applied when we... The time that just don't, don't match here, the times, because when we applied, I think um, that the, the first photos of this uh, Lords of Power LOP cards came out a little later. And so it's hard to believe that they they they, did a, they see our trademark and they couldn't use Lords of Power. So I, there must be another reason. Maybe they just want, didn't want to trademark. Oh. It's quite possible. I mean, it costs money. It's a pennies for Mattel, but for us, it's uh, it, it was quite an hefty price to trademark uh, a few names uh, okay. but I, I i doubt that's the reason they used lop okay well i guess um my next question would be is what 
I guess what inspired you to want to do this line? Is it because you were seeing something in current lines that maybe just didn't gel with you? Or did you see the passion that fans had of that vintage style of like wanting to keep collecting something like that? Because in the communities, <laughs> if you notice, there's a lot of other knockoff lines, independent lines, and they all love yeah. doing that five and a half inch style. I mean, I guess what drove your passion to say, you know what, I want to do this. I want to get that feeling again like the 80s. Well, of course, I can say that it all started with our collaboration to Super 7. Uh, when, when we started talking to Super 7 about the neo vintage line they did, um, everything sounded awesome. Like, oh, we're going to do um, concepts character. We're going to do unreleased characters. We're going to, in, in the 5.5 inch format. We're going to do cartoon characters, and then we can start creating our own stuff and do new things. And then it was impossible because uh, basically the license forced them to just do cartoon characters. They couldn't do anything else. And Eldor, I, I, I can say that because I remember Brian said it in an interview too, that they could only do cartoon characters and Eldor and, uh, and Hero were just uh, like an exception that Universal and Mattel agreed on, but okay. we couldn't do anything else. And so I had all the stuff I designed and all these ideas I had in mind, that stuff I wanted to do, that, you know, it kept burning inside me. Like, oh, it would be just cool to have new, new characters, new figures. And I realized one of the greatest things of the 80s, and it wasn't just for Masters of the Universe, uh, it was true for every line. It was that every year there was something new, completely new. Like, Every year in Transformers, you had a new batch of figures, new transformations, new gimmicks. And with Masters of the Universe, every every year, I remember I was just being excited to see the new catalog because I could. I, I went to a shop and the shop owner was a friend that showed me the cat, the retailer catalog, so I could see all the new figures that were coming out that that year. So and that was extremely exciting um, because you know there were. You were just discovering new worlds, new characters, new creatures. And then, of course, there was the, the year I went in the shop and the catalog had new adventures of a man in it. Because we didn't have the gap the US had. Uh, so, and I was terribly disappointed that <laughs> there was not going to be any new Masters of the Universe figures. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I was heartbroken, of course, because I was so passionate already at, at that time, and so you know, probably that that is something that reminded inside me. Like I want that feeling to continue. I don't want to see just a new version of Imana, new Manatars, and new Tila. I want new characters. And I'm glad you said that because, you know, as great as the new lines are, there's only so many times we want to keep seeing the same. OK, it's He-Man again, it's Skeletor again, it's the same main characters. It's like you said, when Super 7 was doing that five and you know, half inch style, I was hoping to see, man, I hope we could see some mini comic characters, maybe yeah. some new characters, characters we've never seen. And it's like, unfortunately, like you said, we never got them. And that's yeah. what we want. So with this line, obviously what you're giving us, it's all completely new. It's all different. It's yeah, a brand yeah. new line. Yeah, that that was exactly the goal. Let, let's do something that it's not Masters of the Universe. It's not uh, another line. It's something completely new, but at the same time, it's something completely old. 
and it will bring back that feeling of discovering something new in that old format that we loved. So that, that was the goal, that was the inspiration. And from then on, it, it evolved, of course, because we started with just the idea of doing this. We didn't know exactly how we were gonna, we were gonna do it, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there too. Yeah, because I was going to say, along with everything that you've shown us and people that are involved now, is Mark Taylor involved with this as well in any form? Or Mark, what? okay, uh, we wanted to use some of his sketches that uh, I found at his home, and then he eventually published his, um, his portfolios. Um, but uh, in, back in 2011, when I went to visit Mark, I I saw all the stuff he... It, we borrow it, 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 it's art, his B-sheets, his sketchbooks, to scan them. Uh, we took them back to Val's home, we scanned everything and we shipped it back to Mark. And man, I remember that as a great leap of trust by Mark because he had literally met me a few hours before and he just looked in the eyes and said, well, yeah, you can take them with you. Because I was saying, maybe sometime we can come here and scan them and say, just take them with you and you can ship them back. Uh, so I was flattered by that, really flattered. And uh, with it, and there was all the stuff that he did on his own for other lines, etc. I said, well, those feels so much like those toys. So it will be just wonderful to use them. And we designed some of these figures based on, on his characters and we just asked Mark and Rebecca if they were cool with us using these designs and they say yes absolutely and we ask and they even say that we should use his name to advertise the figures uh, and there is no problem with that okay because like i said my head believe me i'm going to be all over the place back and forth because I, I get so giddy hearing this stuff because i'm envisioning <laughs> like the the oh, the picture in the background i'm looking right now at all the lords of power with that castle in the background now what's the name of that dragon castle again it's castle dragonstone uh but dragon we haven't yeah, we haven't trademarked it. We have actually haven't researched it, so I, it may change. Okay, you, all right, because <laughs> what I'm saying already, right, yeah, because okay. we see that display in the background, which hopefully would be foreshadowing to an actual place that's coming eventually. And if it does, I was thinking, how cool would it be if Rebecca Taylor could be a part of that as well? Because she did so many of the insert stuff inside Castle Grayskull. What if she was to return as yeah. well and do some inserts for your castle? It's like, I, I think I'd lose my mind. That, that would be, that so will be wonderful. Yeah, if, if we can involve them even more, that will be wonderful. Of course, it, it, it's up to them if they want to do it. We haven't really asked it yet, but we, we will. We, we'll see. Because yeah, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to be shooting ideas because things are in my head of what I want to shoot, obviously, until we get to you showing those figures in the background, which I can't wait to see. But even um, now, John Yowsey. The, the man who's responsible, remember his son Andy is the one that shared those like slides of the Lords of Power things oh, years yes, ago, yes, which yes. nobody's yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. And, and John did some art, remember, for displays for Masters of the Universe. That's how he got involved with you know the whole property as well. And I was thinking, I don't know if he still does art, but I was picturing, could you imagine the man who was there at the beginning? And there's a reason that we have the name Lords of Power. If he even returned to it, a Lords of Power kind of moniker for you, it's like, I'm just, like you said, bringing back original people along with new stuff yeah. to like just have the whole feel and flavor from then and now together. I think that'd be like a dream come true for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course, there are already a few people I would like to, uh, to involve. Of course, 
right now as a matter of resources like we, it's the three of us we still don't have a product on the market so we have to do most of it by ourselves uh, but we do want to involve a few people i mean i'm already asking a few friends to help us with art etc uh, and we, we may ask others when when we have the time and the resources to do that. Okay, yeah, it's like I said, it's going to be amazing no matter, you know, who's involved. I know it will be because I know you pick no, you know, nothing but the best when it comes to people working on these lines. And Thank that's you. the thing, it's going to be, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Um, now, I know in January is when you're going to make some more announcements. Now, when you do make, I don't know how much you can divulge about prices. If this mm -hmm. is something that's just going to be online exclusive, it could be in specialty shops. I mean, what kind of, is there any information you give or do we have to wait? Oh, yes, January? yes. No, 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 no. I mean, January... It's all it's basically set in stone minus any issue with the factory that may delay things. But January we'll start doing the pre-orders for, for the figures. So we have a lot of uh, announcements to do but from here to January. Actually, I start to believe that it's, uh, it's too short of uh, time to advertise this line properly, but we'll try. Uh, so from now to January, we'll try to give everybody all the information we can. Uh, so in late January, probably we'll start the pre-orders uh, and get all the whole process started. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we don't really have secrets. It's whatever we can divulge is because we don't. We are not entirely sure yet. Uh, but. Is what I can say. Um, first, the, the questions that everybody asked me many times: the price of these figures, uh, the more uh, vague answer we could give is that they are uh, in line with similar products uh, from other companies. Now, like Realm of the Underworld and other exactly like. It, it, like with by similar companies, so independent company, not big corporation. Of course, we can't sell these at fifteen dollars because there is no way. Probably they will cost us fifteen dollars. Uh, so, uh, Real of the Underworld is a great example, and it's they are around thirty, thirty to forty, depending of on the, the the kind of the figure. Right now. I don't see a reason why the, our figures should cost more than $30. Uh, but I don't want to say that for sure, 100% sure, because we haven't finalized the numbers with the factory yet. But I'm almost certain that there will be around $30. No, and that's respectable. I mean, like you said, that's in line with a lot of the other online exclusives that you see. And especially, like you said, when it's independent, smaller companies, you're right, you can't have it be a $15 figure. It's not like you're sending these out to Walmart and Target and all those yeah, stores. Yeah, yeah and j just to, to explain to people that may rightfully ask why, it's, it's a, a matter of volume. Uh, like Mattel or, or Asbro can sell... Ten of thousands of these figures, even a hundred thousand. I wish we, we we were still in a market where toys would sell that much. But let's say tens of thousand, um, tens of thousand figures to shops like Walmart and Target, etc., and on the specialty shop and comic shops, etc. So when you can order this much to the factory, the product 
production costs goes low considerably and the price for the malls, which is fixed, can be uh, covered. Pretty pricey, aren't they? Aren't they like close to 50, 75,000 yeah. or more? Yeah, it depends. Uh, I, that's that's I don't want to, to say much about because each factor oh, yeah. is different and um, they, they use different kind of malls, bigger, smaller, they have different costs. Uh, but that that's a fixed cost. A mold is a mold that costs that much. But if you do five thousand figure or if you do fifty thousand figure, that cost is offset differently. Okay. Uh, so like you can have a dollar more per figure because of the mold cost of two dollars more per figure. So when when you do so many, they cost less, and uh, and you are able to um, to lower the 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 wholesale cost and then the retail cost of the figure. That's why big companies can offer their products at lower price. They also have factory that they work with them for a long time. There, there are many other factors involved with it, but the, the volume is, is the main one. Uh, while a small company like us or Zolo World, um, we well, I mean, we hope to do a lot of figures. We hope to sell thousands of figures. But us personally, we don't know yet. Uh, Mike Zolotro, he knows already. Um, so he knows what his market is and he's able to price his figure accordingly. Um, for us, it's going to be a guess at first. Uh, but We'll uh, we'll see how it goes, but that's that's the reason why our figure will be priced at around around that price. Okay. Well, speaking of the figures, um, I think you're gonna have to start off at least showing maybe a couple. We gotta yeah. we gotta see these suckers. Let's start off with I don't know if you got Barbaro, whoever's around you, or yeah, yeah. Whoever well, you got. First, I have to remove under my chair my my little cat <laughs> because you're gonna you're gonna make a uh, a steed or something for one of the, <laughs> uh, the warriors that's a black and white tiger. I could, I, I could try. No, these are too fragile. I don't want. I can use Megatron. Maybe, but no, go ahead. Okay, so let's. These are okay. These are prototypes. All right. So they are not the fully functional figure. Look at that. All right, and you did you come up with the name Barbaro or what? Yes. Because is it just just an axe he'll come with, or do you know if he'll have multiple weapons or just an axe? Just an okay. axe. Okay. We're we're sticking uh, with one almost one accessory per per character. Are Even the articulation you said will be similar to Masters, but some might have wrist or boot cut? Possibly you said. Yes. Yeah, and I, I'll explain while we show the other figure. Okay. okay. So uh, Barbaro, um, it's 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 the simplest figure. It, it won't have those extra circulation because we didn't want to like cut the the calls here. That would have looked ugly, probably. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. So we wanted this to be just a full piece. Uh, as I was saying, these are not uh, fully functional prototypes. These are oh. this, these are paint masters, basically. It's what we give to the factory to show them how they're supposed to be painted. Right. So the colors and how the paint application are. So you see, this this peg is not the real peg. I see, I see. 
and uh, the legs are glued in and there is no pegs here. It's just a piece to Looks hold. great though, looks great. And this is, these are 3D printed. Uh, my friend Valerio Bonfantino uh, printed them here in Palermo and painted them. Uh, is another great toy designer and he, he did a wonderful job with them. Uh, I was super happy to how they turned out. They're perfectly, uh, except perfectly like I wanted them to be. And um, well, what, what, what can I say about him? It's um, that the joints as you said, are similar, meaning that um, you have kind of the same point of articulation. So you have swivel arms, swivel head, swivel torso, no action feature inside the torso, sorry. Okay. And the legs too will be swivel. So you won't have a ball joint to replace the, the, um, the elastic band. Okay. The elastic band, okay. Yeah. The one, the, and the pegs, all these pegs, these are fake, but the real pegs here, 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 and in the leg too, they will be all the same. All right. So For the mix and matching that you said, so you can do mix yes, and Yes, and also because we wanted to pay homage to something else with the pegs, but nobody has guessed what those pegs are yet. Hmm. Like, <laughs> but you, you'll see, there are Let's say they are compatible to some vintage toys. Huh. I'll have to figure that out. I don't know if you said nobody's guessed it yet. That's uh... Of all the people, you may be able to guess better than, and I'm giving you a hint there. Oh, that's, that's strange. You said, I should, nobody's got it, and you said I should get it, but it's something vintage, but it's not Masters of the Universe, obviously. I know, uh, I didn't say what line it is. Okay, not what line. I didn't say it's not Masters of the Universe. I said it's a oh, vintage okay. figure. I didn't say what is it isn't. But yeah, I mean, you have more clues in front. Well, yeah, in front of you. <laughs> oh my God, what have I gone stupid? I feel like I've gone absolutely dumb. It's like a Modulock? Oh, God forbid, Modulock. Is that what you're going to say? Maybe his interchangeable stuff? <laughs> Is that maybe I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say. Okay. I'm that oh, God, I was going to say I'm like a complete. <laughs> okay. All right. There. <laughs> Talk about me just losing my mind. All right. Well, <laughs> we've seen, um, all right, you showed Barbaro or Barbaro. Um, now, who do you have next that you can show us? I have, I have Derlock. All right. I was going to get this stuff. Oh. I say, I, I'm sorry I couldn't prepare all this in advance. That's They're fine. You can do it on the fly. Yeah, don't drop also... nothing. Be very careful. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is uh, already something I need to repair on there. Look, I will do it in the morning, but I don't want to. Screw oh, it. Was because of me. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was. It was probably broken. It was almost broken in Luca, and it, it fell off now. So. Oh, okay. But it's, it's not a problem. It's part of the armor that I can easily fix. So I have this stuff, and here is the the, the whole figure. Look at that. And this is all your design again, the ones you said yes. that you had? That you, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I designed this back uh, when I was working for Super 7 for myself. Like, uh, I was saying, well, maybe one day I will pitch this and we might do it as a figure uh, with Super 7. But nothing came out of this and because of this restriction. So I had this design. I needed a villain for our series. 
Um, so why not him? Uh, that looks great. Now, the staff, by chance, I noticed that the staff looked like it was curved. Is that on purpose to be like how the vintage mm, stuff sometimes? No, no. I think that oh. came out uh, curved in the, after the printing process, during the curing process. Will it be slightly pliable, though? Will it be kind of like a pliable uh, where you can move it? This is not it? because it is resin, but the the, the actual product, yes, because it's, uh, it's oh. PVC. So if it comes... Uh, bent, it can be straightened up. Oh, good, um, good. Like, like we do. But yeah, it wasn't a purpose. Uh, you know, you have, after you print, you have to cure the resin, and so it, it, the, mm, the UV. Oh, yeah, because at first that. I actually thought it was because you know how everybody's skeletal staff, a lot of them went that way. They kind of had that curve. Yeah, thing. well, I don't know. You, you know, I wouldn't mind if it came out this way in the final. You're product. like Joe was supposed to be like that. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> so, that's, uh, is that a and that's a cloth cape, correct? I, I think. Yeah, that's is. a cloth cape. Yeah, we want to have um, soft goods too, because okay. back in the day they used vinyl capes, soft good capes. It, it just made it more vintage. It was very yes. rare to have plastic capes. Yeah, some of those vinyl capes, I noticed that they'd get real frayed on the bottom. You know, like it had a problem of being frayed and falling yeah. apart quickly. Yeah, so yeah, 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 maybe that worked a lot better. Yeah, and now I'm noticing I have to iron this because it got. <laughs> Crumpled and uh, yeah. Before I take more photos, I have to take turnaround uh, clips, and okay. I have to iron this. See, uh, there's the piece that fell off. Uh, uh, and is he the one that has like a boot cut? Does he have boot cut to work? Yes. Turn? Yes. Uh, this this not. These are solid piece. Give me a second. I'll put this back in it. Uh, all right. So this is a solid piece, but here uh, there will be another joint at the booth, so the booth will be separated, and even the ends will be separated, so the ends oh, okay. can rotate. So it has two more points of articulation. Okay. That's what I was going to wonder, which figures had that and which didn't. Like, I, wasn't Eldor going to have that way back in the day? Wasn't Yeah, his? Eldor, Eldor had, yeah, the, um, turning wrist too. Okay. And I, I, I must say, I don't know how good can you see them, on camera here, but um, I, I cannot stress how good Pear was with the sculpting of this. Oh, I mean, it looks fantastic. His face looks great. Everything looks great on yeah, it. Yeah, it, it took my drawings and it reproduced them perfectly, but also it gave them that vintage feel that we wanted. So they have these very strong features. Uh, yeah, and also, I mean, now at least from my eyes, how I'm looking, it's it's more organic. Meaning, like you know how the vintage Masters of the Universe figures are most lines, like you know, one cheek on one side could be slightly different than the eye. Yeah. It's not you know completely yeah, symmetrical. Yeah. Yes, yeah. because they were all done by hand. That's what yeah. I like. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, these are all digitally sculpted, but we tried really hard to make them look like they were done in clay. I like that. I like that effect. That's good. Because yeah, definitely, if you would have kept it perfectly symmetrical, it, it throws yeah. things off sometimes. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Some kind of robot or something. Yeah, if, uh, in Barbaro, all the muscles are asymmetrical. Like the two sides are not the same at all. Perfect. Perfect. Good. Good. Every muscle is uh, asymmetrical. I don't know, like, I don't know if you can tell in the back, but one of the sides is slightly. Uh, higher 
I see what you mean. On the one side, it looks like it went higher, at least from my perspective, on the yeah. middle especially, a little higher up there. Yeah, there you go. I'm glad I brought that up about being symmetrical. <laughs> it's perfect. Good, good. I like that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was really a goal of, uh, of us. We, we wanted them to, to, to have that feeling. Uh, they, had, they didn't have to be perfect. It was important to not, not to give them errors per se, but but just, you you get it. This is what I've said on the podcast before. I always said that you get it, and obviously people that are working with you understand that about you know some things do not have to be absolutely perfect. That's what makes some of the figures that are done nowadays just feel off because they look like they're just absolutely you know perfect on both sides. It just it doesn't look right. It looks. It looks strange. So yours don't. It feels just like how people are. We're off in the face too, and yeah. everywhere. I mean, nobody else is perfect. So, all right. Who else? Who you got next? Uh, what, what do we want uh, to see next? I want to see Zarella. Right. All right. So let's see where she is. Got her, and I have to look for the accessories. Here they are. Okay. This is all still packed from Luca. I haven't opened this box since I came back from the convention. Oh, no kidding. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hopefully they're yeah. all safe since you came back. You know, don't want to open to have an issue. No, everything seems to be fine. We pack it very carefully, everything. We, we drove back from Luca. Well, I did. Pair flows back in, in, in German. Um, all right. As I said, this canyon piece, you, you can see the color it raised in here. Mm -hmm. We're seeing how you put these things together live, everyone. Right there. <laughs> it's, a, it's all happening in real time. Uh, I'll try not to do it mid-air where she could fall off. Right, and she is Zarella. Oh, look at that. I like the rope details. I've noticed that when I was looking in the pictures of all of them, which we're going to start seeing, like even like how with Durlock around his neck, like it looks like, you know, a little rope to go to the skull. And then, yeah, that's an Yeah, it's an extra accessory. Uh, let's go back to, to him for a second. Because okay. maybe, yeah, I could I could have explained that better too. Uh, Durlock has the base body and he has a belt, removable belt and a removable armor, and it also has this uh, necklace with the school, which is a separate piece that goes Oh, this so. okay. Okay. So it has one accessory uh, uh, for the staff, but it also has these three parts that okay. complete the figures. All right, all right. So about Zer Zerella. What's her accessory? What, what does she come with? Um, Zarella comes with um, her bow. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, okay. There you go, that's perfect. Now, will that be colored, or would it be one solid color for the final piece just like that, or will yes, there be any... Yes, yes, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, almost no paint and weapons to, to make okay. them look cheap as the vintage toys. Plus, you wouldn't want a lot of paint wear on parts where they might be holding or something, too, I guess. Yeah, well, that, that, that's a concern too, but uh, not too much nowadays. 
uh, with the paints they're using, but uh, we really wanted them to, to, to have the weapons all solid colors. Yeah. Well, this is Fisto's I... bicep for the classics line, and then we have paint wear, but no, we, 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 <laughs> let's see that helmet you got. I always know you've been wanting to use that. That is great. I like that. I yeah, that and guy. she has her mask, and she has an armor. Like this gold piece. On air chest is not uh, is not part of the of the of the chest is an armor. Oh, so there's a lot of removable pieces. Okay, that's yes. cool. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's removable. She has cats of the boots too. Uh, so uh, those moves too. And uh, even here, I must say, both Pierre and Valerio did a wonderful job with air face. Like, uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just fantastic. Man, now remember, I'm gonna give you uh, my address at the end of the show, and you just send it all off to me. I'll exchange it. I, I'm good. You know, I got something here that maybe I could send to you. I don't know. Do you like ramen noodles? I can give you a lifetime <laughs> supply. You know, I figure I'm trying something. But no, that's that's awesome. All right. All right. Now we got to see what I think. Pantera, maybe. Okay. Is that how you say your name? Is Pantera or Pantera? Yes. Okay. Well, I say it like the Italian word, but it's Pantera is, is, is correct too in English. In, in Italian, it just sounds Pantera, okay. but that's because it's an Italian word. <laughs> yeah, because when I was, again, when I was looking at all the photos while you're getting her, I just noticed this kind of... I don't know, it seemed like a lot of trademark with certain characters all having this threaded kind of rope details. Is that something that, you know, you just wanted to add to certain characters? Is it something you liked? I just, I, I noticed it seemed like it was a trend with them, which I thought was kind of cool, but I didn't know if you were doing it subconsciously or what, but I was just noticing a lot of characters <laughs> with the kind of roped, threaded details. The, you mean the, this this thing? Yeah, like that, yeah. And uh -huh. even some, yeah, yeah. Well, I... I, I'll explain how all this came together. Uh, it's less poetic than than it sounds, that it looks. So, so not as in depth, huh? It's probably gonna be something so simple. Well, it's it's complicated, but for technical reasons. Okay. So here's Pantera. See, can we see a face a little closer? I got, I got to see. Sure. That's wicked. What made you want to uh, do that? Because it, it's so different. It's like instead of just having, you know, two females that are both basically human, to have one that's, you know, part animalistic like that. What made you want to do that? Because I love it. Oh, we wanted creatures, like just not, not just humans, because, you know, those, all those whole toys had the, all those weird creatures. And there was never a, a female creature. So, like, yeah. Yeah, let's do a, a, a female failing. That's okay. I, I think word. the reason I like it the most is it it doesn't have to always offset like how, you know, Evelyn and Tila, you know, everybody says, oh, they basically look the same, except, you know, slightly differences to the head or face. Yeah. And But that when you look at it, it's like, wow, that's pretty vastly just different, obviously, to have a creature female. That's different. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and uh, I... I think it doesn't show enough on the paint here. Hopefully, it will be better in the final product. I don't know if you see. She has some camo pattern on on, on her legs and and arms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They are like black dots, but I don't think you can see them. Oh wait! Now I see it. Now I see it. I see the dots. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
all those extra little details just make something even better, you know, especially when you're seeing it not like this. Of course, you know, picture seeing it, you know, when you finally get like, wow, I never noticed that, but no, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I'm sure that will show up more in the figure because the figure will have, it won't be painted purple, it will be, the, the plastic will be purple. So the painted dots will have a different texture than the rest of the, of the legs. So that will show up more for sure. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's another amazing piece. Now we got to see the adversary. Yep. Okay. Since I just broke her sword, I will be more careful now. Did you just break something live? Oh crap! Now yes. I feel horrible. <laughs> Do I have to pay for this? I don't have money. No, I, I I have replacements, fortunately, because okay. we knew. Oh, like in Luca, we didn't break anything, and that was amazing that we didn't break anything. He's like, Joe, I'm never doing another live with you. I'm not coming on with anything anymore. I'm just, I'm canceling all fans of power. I'm done with this show. No, that's, that's <laughs> all right, man. I wouldn't want you to be breaking things live. That'd make me feel horrible. Josh, will, Josh says that I always break something. Uh, so it will, when we'll watch this one, we'll, it'll laugh a lot for me. <laughs> breaking stuff alive. Well, I'm usually dropping stuff live, so we're similar. I don't. I can't remember if I broke some. I might have before. I don't know. Nathan keeps tabs on me. He'd have to let me know later if I've actually broke something live. But I've dropped plenty. <laughs> I've dropped a lot. I gotta see. He's All almost right. set. What was the inspiration of creating the adversary? What was your inspiration on this guy? Well, this was Mark's uh, Mark's drawing. Um, oh god that's been so long i couldn't even remember all the stuff that was shown which really was it called the adversary or was it called something else when he did it well it, he, he gave him a different name in his portfolio but i didn't have the name before okay. now right this the story about the adversary where the name come from why the adversary it's a pretty nerdy story uh and like it's probably I'm the only one that can really enjoy this because it, okay. it makes no sense. But um, when we got the art from Mark to scan, there was the B sheet for this guy. And there was a little note, a post-it note attached to the B sheet in the front of it, which said Conan adversary. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> I did. It just got this. Oh, okay. You know, that reminded me. Do you remember the story? Um, It was with William Stout. He was on Fans of Power like a few years back. Uh -huh. And he was told to draw the Cosmic Key. But he thought they said Cosmic like Cosmic Mickey Mouse. So yes. he drew Mickey Mouse in a spaceship because they yeah, saw the drawing. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Oh shoot! No, he's and I like you know it's characters like that that really stand out with different color things. It's like when you know when Masters came out, you know when I was a kid, I remember seeing Beast Man. Something about that just red and orange combination just really yes. popped, caught the eyes. And this just just the different colors, yeah. but it works together. Yeah, yeah, that's that's purely Mark. The Beast it was colored. These were his colors, so we tried to stay as close as possible. I mean, I had to. To think, okay, what if I'm Tony Guerrero and I'm sculpting? Of course, in that case, I wasn't sculpting, but redrawing. 
uh, an idea by Mark. So I took Mark's idea and I tried to change it and create a, a form that will fit the rest of the line with his idea. And of course, then uh, Pierre came in and had to interpret all this extra stuff. Like, look at his feet. Okay. Pierre did a, an amazing job with uh, with his feet. They look really like old-fashioned sci-fi monster stuff. I like it. And that's another character that'll probably have the boot cut, possibly. Yes, this this is this is the one we use as an example for everybody else because it will have boot cut and also wrist well not wrist cuts but mid arms uh, cuts here. Okay. So each of this part will be separated. I actually have. I have the one we uh, we used for uh, for display. Okay. Here, some pieces, it, which is in pieces. This is how we will be. Oh, okay. So we get to see. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So a booth, uh, a leg. All right. See, Wait, if I do this. Gotcha. So, and this, well, of course, this is not PVC, so they can't actually connect. But okay. if they were PVC, they would be able to, because they will be flexible enough to, to work like that. And this is the harm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. I see where it would cut then. Yeah, I was thinking like it on him. It would have been like a wrist or hand cut, but I see what you mean there. Yeah, yeah. It's just the entire piece, and then there is the rest of the arm here. All right. And what's his weapon? What was his weapon again? It's here. It's this. It's from Mark's drawing too. All right. So we spike we stay, mace. I like yeah, it. Spike mace. Uh, I I won't put it in his hand because. This is easily fell off because of the weight. Um, All right. So I don't want to. I, I, this is the only one I broke during the photo shoot. So I prefer not to risk another one. <laughs> yeah, th yeah. Don't. We won't have any more breaking. We won't have no breaking live either. No more of that. <laughs> Another amazing character. What's what's the back of his armor or armor look like? Well, this is uh, it's not real, so it's oh. divided. But it will have the, the straps. And the pegs that you can put on uh, oh, on okay. the figure, like. But as I said, this is not real. This was put on the prototype to look good from the front. So you have the scouts. Oh, I got you. I of got course, you. it will be connected in the final product. Okay. All right. All right. The next character, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right. Karem or Karim? Karem. Okay. Yes. Karem is perfect. Is this a completely unique idea of yours, or was this yes. from inspiration? Okay, all right. Let me move stuff around for a second. Okay. Look at that. Another character. Just love the design. Love that design. Is is that somewhat? Translucent, or is that an optical yes. illusion in my eye? No, 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 no. It is translucent. Oh, okay. Oh, cool, cool. 
I don't know which which is the best angle where you can see it, but it's all. I, I mean, it's, I guess it's just noticeable. I mean, at first I thought it was screwing with my eyes, but I mean, that's everything. Look at that. That might be one of my favorite characters. Is that <laughs> character right there? So far, I love the look and talk about a different. I love the gold, the whites with the blue, which is so damn cool. What made? What was the inspiration on that? Where did you come? I mean, how did you come up with that? Well, uh, the the fun thing is that at first we wanted to do the translucent version as a variation. We wanted to just have the regular guy that could transform into this gene type and do like uh, an exclusive uh, recolor of him in, in translucent blue. But when we were deciding uh, wave one with Pierre and Josh, we say, well, what, why not we just go for it and just do this uh, as the first character, as the first version of him. Like now, Again, I can't explain where the inspiration for these guys came from, but I don't. I feel it will ruin the. the, the, the well, you the can fun. hold that off if you want to hold the mystique and the fun behind that character. That's fine. No, no, no it's not just about him. It's about most of them. Uh, the thing is, when creating these figures in this small scale, I mean, a production scale, it's all about the mold costs and how many molds you can do. And once you know that, you have to know how much stuff you can fit in the molds. So you found yourself with a choice like, well, I can put this much pieces. What can I do with these pieces? So some of these characters came up, came out because we needed to reuse certain pieces, recombine certain pieces, and say, what can we do that is different enough and cool enough by using these pieces, adding a head, etc. And so it was born because of that. Like, oh, okay. Let's, let's reuse these parts, let's combine these parts, but let's make him so different from the other that you can almost not tell that it's just a new head. I mean, I love it because, you know, it's funny as I mean, as you know, all toy lines did for, you know, like Masters of the Universe back in the day. I mean, it took me a while when I was a kid to realize that Stinkor came from parts of Mechanek and Merman. And same thing with Mossman. Wait, that's Beastman. But this, it's so cleverly done. I didn't even know that. That's like my favorite character that you've shown so far. <laughs> Isn't it amazing that all the parts made for me the coolest character so far? I mean, I love them all, but damn, that one really uh, sticks out to me. I, yeah, it, I, I'm very happy. Like, it's... Uh, it's fun. It's uh, it's something I would want to buy. I like that uh, it's a complete different ethnicity that was never featured in, in these toy lines back in yeah. the days. Um, and we want to bring as many ethnicity we, we can in, in that because it's just fun representing different culture. Of course. And because there are all these design elements from different culture, different costumes that can be used to create new interesting characters. So this one with a very few small touches came out very unique. Uh, oh, yeah. but, and it's just, it's really a small, small things, but it works. So yeah. It the, the, for me. I didn't even know until you were talking about that. <laughs> I wouldn't even realize. I would have probably had to have them all in my hands to think, hey, wait, that's maybe part of this and this, but great job, very clever. Thank you, thank you. All right, now we got the last one, I think, which will be the divine armor. The, the divine one that's going to be all, yeah, it's the collect. These are all the parts that will come with each character to make boom another yes. character. Yes. 
our final. So for people watching, as Joe just said, you won't be able to purchase this character on his own. Uh, we want this character to be split. It's this is work. This one works like um, the adversary, so it's made for many parts: the boots, the the thighs, the forearms, the arms, the chest, the the, the crotch, and the head. So it's um, I don't remember how many parts there. I forgot, but it's it's all uh, it's all you can pull apart every piece of him. Now, uh, each figure in the line will come with one or two parts of, of, of him. So like you would say, you'd say you will find Barbaro will have a forearm and uh, a harm. And it is while uh, probably for space reason will pack the chest with Zarella or uh, Pantera. Okay. Uh, so, they got with they come with one piece. The other comes with two pieces. We'll see. It's not yet decided exactly what the distribution of the parts will be. But yeah, so if people want this one, <laughs> they have to buy the whole uh, the whole line, and um, and then then they can put together. Now, what's the story behind this? In our story that will start to tease some somewhere and uh, somehow, um, all these characters are after these divine armors. There are more than one. And uh, because these armors are very powerful because they were built during a old war to uh, give physical um, a physical body to ancient gods. They will inhabit this uh, this armors, and 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 could participate in this war. Um, so, but they they got lost. They got dismembered and and scattered. So this one is the divine armor. In future waves, there could be other types of armors. You're saying exactly. in each wave. Yes. And is yeah. this probably the reasoning behind the popping parts around? Because you could take Zarella's head and pop it onto that as she's wearing. Yes. The yes. divine armor. Oh, yes. Okay, look at that. Yeah. Exactly. Of Clever. Course. With female figure will be a bit more difficult, but we'll have uh, females divine armors, and uh, so we'll have that format too, where she can wear. But yeah, you can definitely. I I'm not sure you can actually put Zarella head on this because I'll show you. There is because such... you know people are going to try no matter what they might unless the peg will be smaller, you know, on the official yes. ones. Yes, female figures, as you can see here, have smaller pegs. Uh, okay. Uh, it, it's just a matter of, of, of measurements. Uh, like the, the arms are so much smaller compared to to these. Right. Oh, okay. So they have to. The, the females will have different pegs. Uh, not not all the pegs, but like arms needs to be smaller for just for that reason. But yeah, other than that, you can. Now, of course, this is. Some people may get confused. This is not a real armor. It's not empty. You can't have a character wear it. But let's say I'll take the bottom half of. I'll take Barbaro, and I want Barbaro to um, to wear to wear um, the head, the helmet. So what I do is just 
replace Bar Barbara's head with the divine armor. Oh shit! No, that didn't break it. I didn't break it. I didn't break it. Oh god, man, my heart was <laughs> scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought I heard cracking. Was that the bubble wrap underneath you? I no, I no, cracking. it just it bounces on, on my Cintiq a bunch oh, of times. Oh, and this, okay. They break for like for nothing. Ooh, okay, all right. Sorry, uh, I was I was freaking there for a second. <laughs> Me too. Like I was watching it bumping on the oh, oh no. Don't put us together in a room. I think we'd be breaking everything in sight. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess, well, your story-wise, when you're talking about, like, the armor, like, you know, coming together, um, well, you know, I'm going to ask it. I have to ask it anyways. Mm -hmm. Are there plans to have mini comics with these figures, with telling these stories? Uh, so, uh, not originally, because okay. of the cost involved, but uh, not just the production cost, but also paying an artist okay. uh, to, do, to do them. And... One of our goal would be to not ask too many favors. But, I mean, people have been asking, and it would be pay so yourself. much. Pay yourself. You're an amazing artist. You can do this. Just pay yourself, you know, like you put yourself on the clock. And if you get mad at yourself, you know, I mean, hey, you're the only one that can answer to yourself. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could do it. Like, for a month, I never drew anything because all I did was calls and promotions and like talking to guys for the factory etc and this because it's just the three of us we have to do everything yes. so right now the, the last thing I, I i can do is drawing it uh, sounds weird to me too but like this that clips that we posted last week and the one that we'll post tomorrow probably uh i'm just putting together on my ipad like i have to learn how to edit videos on the fly and just do stuff and i don't have time to draw at all Boy, if i could draw out of my head i'd be doing it for free but i can't do that man i would do that stuff for free it'd be amazing because obviously the story you have it's it's gonna be it's gonna be told you said someday but it'd be nice in some form like you said whether we get we don't get many comics but maybe in the future especially i'm sure the line's gonna be super successful have no worries with that and then from there on maybe you could then Tell the story and possibly just as we are we are we are thinking about a few ways a few ways to, to to tell some part of the stories. The easiest one is of course doing bios on the back of the figure, uh, but I'd like them to be real bios, not trying to tell a story. Um, then maybe we can do hard cards or something inside. I don't know. Whatever we do has to be cheap to produce and easy to produce. Like, we don't have to spend month on it because we don't have this month. Um, but we'll see. We're thinking, and if we find the right people, and if things work out with the factory and the production costs, maybe we'll find better ways to tell the story immediately. I'm not promising anything. It's just we're considering it. If we can't do it, sorry, we tried. Uh, we will try better next time. But at least we are considering doing something. 
Yeah, I'm sure you guys will make it. Well, like you said, one way or another, you could probably make it happen. I'm sure in the future. I mean, the, the line obviously is going to be ultra successful, and then whether it's from mini comics, I mean, you know it's going to be. I'm going to promote the hell out of this stuff in every group when you're ready. When it's time to do this, you know I'm going to be putting in every page possible. But and then whether you had a, like an actual comic book size issue, whatever it works, I know it would be mm-hmm. great. First, I want to say before I get to asking one more question, the sure. giant figure in back of you of Barbaro. Now, obviously, that's something special just for yourself, but. But let's say that um, the line is super successful. Could we ever get Giants of Barbaro and Durlock? Is that something that could be down the road? Or no? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if people want them and we found out that these are fantastic, like this was an idea that we had. Like we talk with Pierre almost every day by phone. Uh, and as I, I said, well, Pierre, you know what? You, could, you should print a Barbaro. Uh, very big, so we have this display piece in Luca, and so he did, and he, he sent me the photo. It, it was fantastic. It was it's just amazing. It's it's very. I mean, big. I love it. The thing is, I've seen people in communities doing three D prints of like vintage style He Man yeah. figures, oversized like that, which they love. And I mean, you look at the, the scale. Oh, look at that giant sucker. Oh, man, you could easily print that out, have it be part of the line. You could have people paying 100 to 150 for it. You could sell them suckers. I'd even save up. I'd go back to the old days of like how I used to save for Maddie Collector, and I would go really hard on ramen noodles. I would save, and that's what I'm going to be doing, obviously, to let you know that's how I'm going to get your line. But I would do it. I'd double do it to get those giants. So I'm going to have to ask people if they want giants. I know they would. I'm getting freaked out about this already. Yeah, also, even there, to, to, to keep it realistic for myself because I want them too but if it has to work out with the factories numbers like we need to be able to sell a certain quantity of them in order to make them but of course at that size you can do blow molded parts you can do rotocasted parts there are ways to make them cheaper after all uh, Titus and Megator back in the days were very cheap in Italy uh, they really? were absolutely yes. There were, I would say, a, what would be now thirty, yeah, twenty bucks probably. Man, um, and you know when you think of that blow, hold on, I'm gonna grab something. When you're talking about blow mold and the like, some of the hollow plastic ones, like. This giant yes. thing that I have, that I know you have too. I mean, man, if I was to have one of Barbaro and Durlock, and if it was in this style with this plastic, I, I, people would be all over this stuff. I know they would. So yeah, yeah, exactly. we, we we have to look into how, how it's possible to do it. What what the numbers are for something like that, but also <laughs> we want to. We don't want to get overexcited and keep doing step by step. Um, when we started formal we told ourselves okay we're going to do a first line of products and we won't make a profit on them we'll probably make a lot of mistakes but our first goal is to uh, um, learn how to do toys like we know our part of the job but there is so much else to learn so we want to learn how to do this uh, these things and um, and we want to stick to that and in a year and a half that I've been working on this, um, we learned a lot of, about the whole process, about uh, the mold, the factory, the, the, how they're reproduced, uh, how we need to, to, 
to create our stuff, what information we need to give to the factory. There is a lot of stuff to learn how to market our, our products. Um, so we don't want to go to get too ahead of ourselves and um, start pitching our pro others products, you know. You don't want to think too big, and, and no pun intended, like with something so big, you want to wait. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, <laughs> if, if the line is successful and people want this, yes, why we shouldn't do that? Of course we'll do it. Uh, but other than that, let's stick to the plan. Let's do this first six figures. See how it goes and see if we can keep going and do more on this line. And then we can start talking about it, uh, uh, about giants, etc. And of course, um, I'm not credible because I'm the guy that already decided to place it for this. <laughs> I know, I was going to say, it's like you're thinking about giants, but then a possible place it, which I, I'm sure that... That definitely could happen too. We'd want to. I mean, and you know what's funny is about giant figures in particular. I remember when Mondo first was showing, you know, He-Man and Skeletor way back when they were first starting their line. Mm -hmm. And of course, I thought they looked great, but I was like, but I can't afford this stuff. But I was like, for people and get it, that'd be awesome. But I remember people, you know, a lot of people were saying, man, I don't know if I could get too many of these. Hopefully there won't be a lot. And look, they're just producing tons of them. And you got people like Nathan now who are buying every one that he could possibly find <laughs> and putting them on the shelf. It's like, so trust me. People would get the Giants, too. We will make room. Even though we always say we don't have room, we somehow always make room. We find a way. So I know that they'd gladly be added in somebody's collection. Which, one more question about some figures that I have to ask you. Sure. What, what's up with the little space pig figure things you were showing? What's that about? I, I don't know if you have any around, but I was like, what is this? Is this part of the line or some separate? No. I, of course they're not. Uh, I thought you were doing a futuristic part of it, like maybe they couldn't, you know, were contacting people from I don't know another planet, and here came a pig. I didn't know what was going on. Uh, give me a second. I'll take this one too. Okay, this was our real first project, the one that got put on the side because of uh, of Lords of Power. Okay, what is this line? What's, I mean, they're cool looking. I was just intrigued. I was like, what is this about? What is it? It's something completely different, of course. Is it um, anything you talk about or you can't really divulge in case it's something in the I, future? I, I, yeah, I don't want to say too much about them. Okay. Uh, just, Interesting. Just that uh, we love them. And, um, and I think they're really cool. Like, I didn't expect them to be so cool when I got this prototype in my hand. I was, wow, this is not what I was expecting in terms of physical feeling. Um, so it changed my mind about what kind of products it should be. And uh, um, we have to work on them a lot. It's, but it's, you know, we don't have the it's resources. It's bigger than what I thought when I was seeing the pictures. I thought they were really small suckers. So that looks no, they're, they're, Yeah, they're pretty big at the head, the, the, the helmet. It's pretty big, by the way. The helmet is removable. Okay. Uh, I'm missing the backpack right now, but yeah, this is a, a little teaser for something that hopefully we'll get to do one day. And okay. uh, I'll tell you this little story in Luke that happened in Luca. Uh, there was this family with a stroller, and uh, the girl that was could be just I don't know two years old. She she wasn't in, in the stroller. She was walking, and there was our display case with the little pig inside. And she just glued her lips to the glass. <laughs> and she started saying, 
Pinky, Pinky, I want the Pinky. Oh, that's cute. That's and cute. I, 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 I almost cried. Oh, that's really Because a kid, a two years kid that love your toys and ask for it. Yeah, was that's like, what it's all about. That, I mean, yes, really, that's what it's exactly. about. You're hoping yes. to reach those kids. You get that reaction. You weren't even trying to. That's that's amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah. I wasn't hoping for that at all. But yeah, it was an the best time I had in Luca was probably that that specific moment. That's great. How was that a, a two day event at Luca? It was I mean, four days. Oh, four days. Four days. Okay. Usually it's five, uh, but this year uh, it was a smaller uh, event. There, there were less tickets and just four days and less. And how was that buzz there? I mean, when you were showing, you know, like Lords of Power, I mean, was it pretty electric? What was the feeling like there? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, we had a bunch of people that came just to check them out because they had seen them online and wanted to, to meet us. And there were a lot of people that just passed by and stopped it because they were captured by them and they wanted and asked a question and they wanted, even somebody didn't ask question, but they stopped and stared at them a little bit. I mean, I, I, I could tell they were catching attentions, that, that's for sure. So it, 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 it was cool to, to see that happening live. So and that's also why I wanted to have the experience of bringing them to a, a convention, even if it, if it was in Italy and probably wasn't the best place to start with, but um, there was no way I, I could get to the US right now. Um, I, I think and I'm it sure was, if you were in the U.S., if you would have been showing anything, I'm sure you would have got the same reaction, if not more. I mean, again, all the groups that I'm part of, you know, Masters related and any types of toys, they're just they're all over and they're ecstatic when it comes to that style of mm -hmm. five and a half inch figure. So I could only imagine what they would say when they would have seen, especially when it's out of nowhere like you yeah. did. They'd be like, wait, what is that? You know, they're <laughs> feeling, hey, it has the feel of Masters, but wait, this is something different. I mean, that's what you want. That's obviously the reactions you're always looking for. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, but by the way, uh, there is a Legion Con going on right now. I, this is the last day, I think, uh, the Four Horsemen convention with, about Mythic Legend. And uh, I know Josh is there with the table, with his table, and uh, he has a Barbaro prototype too at, the, at that convention. So I'm oh, waiting cool. to hear how it went there. God, I just... I can't wait. I mean, well, I'm going to say right now, I mean, first, if anybody in the chat, if you guys have any questions for Emiliano, pop them in here right now. But in the meantime, where are all the places that you could tell people to go to to make sure they're up to date on any information on Lords of Power, you know, whether it's websites, you know, Facebook pages, you know, let everybody know. And of course, we'll pop links below eventually. Sure. But. Yeah. Well, it's, everything is pretty easy. On Facebook, our page is Formal Toys. So it's Facebook slash Formal Toys. Um, same for um, Instagram and Twitter. We are formal toys everywhere. So uh, we're, we're pretty easy to find. And we have our website, which is formaltoys.com. And the most important thing is that um, on the website, we have a newsletter. Uh, we, you can subscribe to the newsletter. And that's, <laughs> that's very important for us because it, it, it will tell us what is the real interest for uh, for our figures? We can keep you up to date to everything we do with these newsletters, where we'll send also maybe exclusive photos, etc., just through the newsletters. Uh, but also, if we get thousands of subscribers, we know we have thousands of 
very interested customers. Because nowadays, signing for a newsletter is not something that people do lightly, like giving away uh, your email uh, address and um, just taking the uh, taking action uh, on a website. Uh, people are fed everything on, on the internet right now. So when you actually have to act, you need to be pretty motivated to do it. So if we see something, somebody signing up for the newsletter, it means that they really want our toys. So we can kind of count on, on, on that number uh, for, for selling them. All right, and I guess that was another question I had before I hit the chat with some of their questions was these, it's not like you're having people buy all six figures to, you know, be a part of a subscription is it they can buy any figure they want they could buy multiples i mean i guess that's why i was wondering you know how somebody has pre-orders or you have to buy all six to be part of getting this line or you mm -hmm. can just buy whatever figure you want is that how it's going to be it's yes i mean there will be a way to buy everything you anything you want uh i'm not sure exactly where and when uh, it could change over time so, like, there could be a not a special offering for all six figures at one point, uh, but um, there will be, of course, ways to buy the, the single ones too. Absolutely, okay. uh, there is no plan to just force everybody to buy all six. Um, oh, well, we are talking to partners uh, about this. Uh, there are interested partners in Europe, in US. So we will sell directly, but uh, we will also directly means that you come to our website and you purchase the figures from us. But there will be also retailers that will carry our line. Of course, I'm talking about specialty stores and online stores. Well, it's uh, still pretty cool that other places would be able to carry them. That's great. I mean, it's good. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way of promoting yourself, especially having links to specialty shops. So I like that. I like that you're yeah, offering yeah. different venues. Yeah, but it won't be just from, from us. That's, that's for okay. sure. Okay. All right. Well, a question from Grim. Now, some of these might be masters related. Some might be for Lords of Power. He was wondering if you were looking forward to the next five episodes of the Revelation cartoon. <laughs> And if you don't want to answer, you don't have to. It was just asking, so you do whatever. Well, you I, I I know a little bit more about what's in those uh, five episodes, so I'm a bit, you know, I had spoilers. So uh, you'll keep that to yourself, basically, then, if you have. Well, yeah, okay. so I'm, I'm not like, uh, I can't wait to see what happens, because I kind of know what happens. Because you know. Oh, but gotcha. I'm, I'm, yeah, I still want to, to see them. Um, I want to see them in Italian dubbed because I watched the first season in Italian, the, the, first, the first part of first season in Italian too. And it was very good. I know uh, the, uh, my friend... Was it captions or are they actually different voice actors in Italy? Or, or was it dubbed or subtitled? It, or it's, dubbed, it's dubbed. It's dubbed. Uh, we, uh, we have some of the best dubbers in the world. Like... Italy is really well known for uh, their dubbing oh, um, okay. and, and, and their adaptation. I mean, there are movies um, that are universally considered super funny that are funnier in Italian. No kidding, really? God, oh, that's yeah. weird. I never something like that. Well, can I ask you then real quickly something sure. for myself? You're talking about, uh, you know, dubbed. Uh, have you seen the Squid Game yet? Yes. And yeah. is that dubbed in Italian? No, they, they, they didn't dub that. 
Oh, gas cares. Like, goes, man, that came out nowhere. I was like, that was actually pretty freaking good. I was like, I enjoyed that. It was interesting. So, all right, cool. You've seen it. Um, yeah, um, yeah, Sean had, it in Korean. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, Sean had a question. Said, do you have a story Bible written for these worlds and its characters yet, or is it all just floating around in notes in your head? Uh, we have we have no written notes. Uh, we have written notes. I wouldn't say we have a full Bible yet. Uh, I, I was writing actually today uh, some of the stuff, but so far we have, yeah, we have ideas and we every time we have something new, we add it to these notes. So we have everything there stored and then we try to tie stuff together and, and put stuff together. But this is still a work in progress. It's one of the other thousand jobs that we have to to do <laughs> to okay. this. All right. Uh, this I don't know if this is too early or not to answer, but Daniel Carhuni was saying, when is there going to be a wave two of Lords of Power? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait and see how wave one sells first. Well, well we, we have to wait to, to see how it sells. Um, the, the biggest issue that everybody has when, when there is like a wave two or a new wave is that uh, usually, companies ask for them before they ship the, the 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 other wave. You know, so in our case, we would have to advertise wave two and try to sell wave two before wave one. Probably yes, uh, before wave one ships. I mean, sorry. Uh, probably yes, because if we wait. Uh, Let's say the whole process could take uh, up an, an year, probably. Like, if we do pre-orders in January, the idea is to have the figure this last quarter of 2021. Uh, that was going to be my next question. I know January you're taking pre-orders. I was going to say yes. when could the figure so, possibly ship. Possibly sec uh, last quarter, but we don't know for sure okay. yet. It depends on what the slots available are at the factory, mostly. Like, oh yes, you are in at the, you are coming at the right time, so we can produce them right away, or we get in a queue to be produced. So it's and, it's beyond it's out of your control. It's all about the it, factory. Yes, exactly. The factory will tell us when they can do them. Most likely, will should be within the end of two thousand twenty-one. Well, it's good to let people, like you said, know that because a lot of times we don't. We expect that, like, you know, you do pre-orders thinking, hey, like, you would do it all or you'd have control of telling the factories what to do. But when you understand that um, it's not your it's control not, with yes. the factories. Plus, I mean, there are two months to create the malls, then there is the production time, then there is the shipping time. So all these back-to-back -back becomes almost a year. So what if we start advertising wave to let's say that this products i'm just guessing it's not guaranteed let's say this first wave ships in uh, december so figures so people will get these figures between december and january 2022 right that means we can start advertising wave two in january of 2022 and maybe we could possibly sell them two three months later so we're up to March, April, and then we have to wait another year to get these figures in people's hands. Would you like that? 
to wait so much. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. It'd be great. I mean, hell, I mean, but if you're right, once you do the pre-orders in January, if they came by Christmas time of, you know, that same year, that would make a great Christmas. But yeah, that would be great. But, but yeah, yeah, I'm hoping the bugs will be nuts enough, you know, to where if so many people are buying, then, yeah, maybe then you could start talking about Wave 2 possibly. Wave two, or yeah, early. and we, we would probably have to take pre-orders before the first Wave ships. If this figure sells enough, etc. But yeah, I'm, and I mean, we have plans. Um, my my long term plans is that we want to get to a point where we can start incorporating action features, and then so actual gimmicks. Uh, that's super expensive. Um, so we have to. You have to wait. Uh, not not a few waves, but at least a couple of waves to understand what numbers you're dealing with, because you know maybe. A lot of people will order wave one and nobody will order wave two because they guess the figure and I mean even if they are perfectly made the interest will disappear uh, we have no way to know so we have to hope and, and, and wait to see but we want to do wave two it's uh, it's almost already planned uh, and wave three is when the playset comes. That's when we're going to have the castle. Now that's going to be awesome. We'll see. How probably, that's wave giants and everything. Probably before the playset, we may have uh, some steed uh, okay. to go with the figure. Yeah, some, some creature. Be cool. Now, now, got my interest a little more peaked, but I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. already hyped to be on hell. But uh, <laughs> all right, let's see. Um, Fedmom was wondering, does Formo have a YouTube channel? I created it today. Oh, you did? You created it today? No kidding? <laughs> yeah, I created it today. Uh, right now, there is just one video, the, the 50 second video that I post, the 24 video. It's 24 seconds, I think. It's very short. The, the one I posted a few days ago, just to have something there. But yes, we created a YouTube channel. It's Formo Toys again. Super right. easy to find, and we will. Well, post. Nathan will make sure he gets a link later once he's done doing all the editing. He's an editing you. master yeah. on this, and, uh, and I'll make sure to go over there and subscribe too. Yeah, and we'll put everything we do. Uh, we'll put it there. Uh, one thing we would like to do uh, because uh, the, our live uh, live feed from Luca didn't go that well. <laughs> it, it, it was, I mean, it was. We were not prepared. I'll be super honest about this. We were not prepared. Like I said, well, Pierre, we we want to do this. We knew we had to do this, but we kind of came to the last minute to say, okay, let's do it the last day. What we are we going to talk about? Uh, okay, so we wrote a list of topics, and I had uh, my friend holding these topics behind the camera uh, okay. so we could read them. But then I said, well, what if well, we have to know what I'm saying and what Pierre is saying. And so I put like a circle next to the sentences I was supposed to talk about and a little star next to Pierre's. So we would know what to look at and what to talk about. And of course, okay. uh, Pierre's wife said that we look at like one of his students at elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Like oh, we, were, we were so stiff and, and, and just repeating the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, my God. And is, is that the video that's up right now? Is that the video that's yeah, up yeah, now? Yeah, the video. Oh, is, I can't wait to watch this. I want to see you all nervous. 
Yeah, but you can't you can't hear almost nothing because it was done with my phone, and we were in a point in an area of the convention where there were a lot of people passing by, and also inside an old palace, so there was a lot of echo and a um, lot of noise. So you either can't... way, it's gonna be fun. Now, was there a lot of like staring when you were reading the questions, so your eyes weren't blinking? You were just like looking really hard. Yeah, and looking at, at, of course, completely off camera. Uh, but I mean, it, it was fun to do also because it was so improvised. I, I had fun doing it. People complained that they can't hear hear it. And like one of the things they kept asking under the video was what the cost of the figure. And I said it in the video, but of course they, think they can't hear it. Oh, God, I'm looking so, forward to watching that after we're done here. So I, I got sidetracked completely, but what I wanted to say was that we did that completely failed live feed from uh, from Luca. We're planning to do uh, a live feed from home. Uh, I have to learn to do what Nathan is doing right now, basically, uh, to, how to, to, to join my feed and... and, and Pierce feed and Josh feed. So Is anybody can... else going to be holding up cue cards in the backgrounds for any of your... <laughs> no, I think that this, this time will be more, even more wild because we won't know exactly what we will we'll be talking about. But I guess like we will do like a question and answer session. Maybe we'll open it on, on Facebook and Instagram and then we'll write down the questions and answer them during the live feed. Something like that. I mean, okay. we, we, we don't know, but we'll, we'll, we'll hope to do it soon. It'll uh, be fun. Either way, and I'll help promote anything that, like I said, again, that you have. I'll pop it in all the groups, so you get a lot you. of interaction, too. Thank you. Um, Oliver, yeah, Oliver Belmont had a question, said, did you ever meet Alfredo Alcala, and have you bought any of the Masters of the Universe Origins figures? Uh, second question, I, I'm buying Origins, yes. Uh, okay. Alcala, unfortunately, no, because uh, Mr. Alcala passed away in 99 or, or 2002. I, right now, I can't remember, probably 20, uh, to, uh, yeah, 2001. So mm, no, none of us had a chance to, to meet him. I, I talked to, to his son, uh, but no way. There are two people that I missed meeting uh, was Mr. Alcala, of course, but it was a long time ago, and somebody that I could have actually met, but I didn't know he was alive, and we never connected. Tony Guerrero, the sculptor oh. of He-Man, I yeah. wanted, like, I, I met Mark, I met Ted, so Tony was the one missing from that creative team, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Um, simple tricks and nonsense. Question. Any thought of hosting a fan art contest? And he said winners sign away their rights to their art for Formo to use with the toys, but they receive a free figure. <laughs> that's, that's a great idea. Uh, we, we may do a contest that doing a fan art contest could be uh, a, a nice way to do it. Uh, thank you for the idea. Uh, I, we didn't thought about that. Um, We'll talk with the folks about doing a contest later on. Just believe me, if we're not doing something right now, it's just because we have so much time to do stuff, not because we don't want to. It's really yeah. about 
Uh, keep, keep in mind, I still have to do my work for Asbro and Mondo while I do all this. Uh, right, right. And I no, also I mean, wrote got... a book about Masters of the Universe the past six months. See, look at that. You got everything going on. My God. All right. And you know what's weird is I told you I've always had this weird thing about I call it kind of a curse of the contest for Masters of the Universe. And it's a great question that uh, Simple Tricks had. But you look back at the time when we had, you know, the create a character contest back mm -hmm. in the day. And hey, you know, we, we were going to get, you know, a certain figure. But we never got that figure because the line got canceled. Then you fast yeah. forward years later and there was a commercial contest for the 2000X line. And I I couldn't remember if heman.org was sponsored or part of that. And I remember entering for that. And right around that time, then the line got canceled. Like canceled. every time there's a contest, this line gets canceled. So I almost want to say, don't do it, Emiliano. It's a great <laughs> it. but I don't I don't want to jinx your yeah, you know, yeah. gotta have these figures keep coming. <laughs> but um let's see. I, I want to scroll down uh, a little bit. I don't know what I missed. Um hold on, I'm sorry. This is when I didn't hit the live chat part. So I might have missed – this is where normally I'd get Nathan, but Nathan isn't part of the show, so I don't know if I missed any questions. Nathan, can you pop in for a second? I need you, buddy. Did I miss any questions that I could ask? Because I, I know there's certain questions I cannot ask Emiliano, so I see one that I cannot ask. Sean, I would ask it, but I can't ask that question. Um, uh, let's uh... – I was kind of looking too. I was I was curious if you were going to read that that question from Sean. I was like, Joe, don't do it. And I didn't. You know me. I, I know what to, to ask or not ask. I can't ask certain questions. I, I can read it for myself. Was the, the the person that asked it? Sean. It's it's um, under a question where Simple Tricks and Nonsense had a question. You know the one about the contest, and Sean's is underneath. But I know there's certain ones. You know, I just yeah, it will take uh, me a while to find it because there's so many stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of comments. I mean, yeah, yeah. Comments, but yeah, I mean, we I think we pretty much anyways hit every possible question we could think of <laughs> during the show beyond what I've asked and what they asked. And like I said, there were a lot of great questions. Don't get me oh, wrong. There, there is a, a, a it's it, it is a, a question from uh, Fabmoon. Is asking, uh, does the avatar look like a peach with eyes? Uh, oh, he's talking about your pair uh, for the formal yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a pair, it's not a peach. Yes. Yeah, I, I, can, I can tell that story. I mean, it's long and boring, but if you want to hear it. Go, go ahead. I mean, I, that'd be a great way to end it is with a long and boring story. No, that's fine. Go ahead. At least let us know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you eating a pear at the time? Is that what happened? You're eating a pear like no, I it's think of an idea of a logo. Hey, I got a pear in my hand. It's uh it's even worse than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I was um I don't know if you remember Marco Failla, uh, which is uh who was uh, the inker of the 2002 comics in the in the first Three issues now is a, a popular artist that uh, draws um, stuff for DC Comics and Marvel Comics. And I was talking to Marco one day and I said, well, we, you know, we would like to do something with the name, but I don't know what, uh, maybe a mascot, but, you know, I don't like those things with when you just join the names of the founder. Uh, what could we do with our names? 
and I started list, listing silly stuff like, well, pear uh, sounds like a pear, so we could have a pear. Okay. And, uh, you know, the, the Saint Lucy, Santa Lucia, in, in Christian iconography is always portrayed uh, with a little tray in her hands and, the, and, and her eyes. On it, okay. I think because when she was a martyr and um, she has where she was tortured and haze were popped out, so she's always portrayed carrying her eyes on a tray, on a tray. Um, so what could be a pear that has a tray with some eyes, and because Josh's last name is Van Pelt. It could be, it could have Linus Van Pelt uh, blanket and carry that blanket with. Uh, oh, so that's what the blue thing is? It's supposed to be a blanket at the bottom yeah, of the pair? Yeah, so, then? I mean, but it was just me rambling, you know, just saying silly stuff <laughs> like, it can't be something like that. And a few hours later, Marco uh, sent me this realistic drawing of a pier with the tray with the highs on top and Linus arms holding the blanket coming off the pier. Oh, I see. Oh I will God. publish that. It's we want to publish that drawing at one point. But it was wonderful. Marco is amazing. It was super fun. And then I said, well, wait a second. Maybe we can do something with that. And so I did this stylized version with that is a pier with eyes and, and, uh -huh. and blanket uh, at the bottom. That's so, no, I, mean, I love it. I don't find that boring at all. I find it fascinating. I love hearing the origins of something. It's so bizarre, but at least now explain because every time I looked at that pair, I was always thinking, what the hell is that blue stuff at the bottom supposed to mean? I never understood it. Now I understand it. I like that. Oh, great. That's awesome. That is, no, that's a good story, man. I like how you ended that there. So uh, let me see if there might be any. Um, uh, I know you, uh, Justin Mohan popped in, was wondering how much tooling cost would be, but I know that's something you can't uh, discuss as well, tooling cost. Yeah, also because as I said, factories have different ways of handling things. Um, so what is true for a factory, because they do a certain format of mold, could be different for another factory just because they do another format so that we can fit more pieces in a mold that cost lo a lot more or, or even less. It's just complicated. There isn't like a fixed cost for that. It's just okay. a difficult uh, things to answer. Okay. Um, and Sean had, a, I guess, another question. Said, "Is there a story behind the, the skull necklace for Durlock, or is it just something that looks cool?" When I drew it, it was just something that looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look cool. There you go. Pretty much saying because he was uh, also that, wondering. Yeah, that doesn't mean that uh, eventually I will find something to, to, to put in the story about it. I, I don't know yet, but when I, when I did it, it was just, oh, yeah, let's give him uh, this. Yeah, he looked, and it looks like then he had a lot of questions that might uh, might even be story-related. So I don't know if that's anything you would hold in case you do tell a story. Because mm -hmm. he was wondering if Zarella and Barbaro were from the same tribe or related. Is Pantera a human that can transform into a cat or just a cat? So I don't know. Oh, if yeah, those are, those are all stories-related questions that, yes, they will be revealed in the story. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I like that. I like you like I said you can wait for a story and it's good and cuz I avoid previews as you know for movies and trailers and cartoons and everything. So when it comes to a story, yeah, I'd like to just get it all. But well, I think that might be it. So is there anything you else you want to say in closing? I mean, you gave us all the information on Formo and where to look for, you know, Formo, but is there anything else you want to close with? Uh, anything else people could look at that you're working on or just any pages in particular? Well, of course I want to I have to, you know, I have to learn to do stuff this stuff. So I should remind everybody to subscribe to the newsletter. Here, I did it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and, um, well, I mean, it, 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 to, truthfully, yes. If you like this toy, subscribe to the newsletter because seeing you subscribing encouraged us to, to keep going, to, to do it, because we know we, we, can, we can produce these figures just by looking at the numbers of people subscribing to our newsletter. So the, that is incredibly helpful. It's not just a, a, a commercial reason to ask you for that. I can say we're having a lot of fun doing this. Um, it was something that had to happen uh, because, I mean, I've been doing this job for 12 years now. Uh, and, you know, it was for, for all, all of us, for me and Pierre in particular, was what's the next step? What we, we, we design, we create toys for other companies. What can we do now that is different? Like, we're not getting younger. We want to evolve somehow. So this was the, lo the logical step. And these are not the only toys we want to do. There are a lot of stuff we want to do. And we hope that once we release Lords of Power, people will be interested also at looking at our other toys. And last but not least, I want to um, say thank you to many of the people that supported us and well not unexpectedly like people I work with that of course uh, you know they work for other companies they don't have to be supportive of another company uh, but because they knew me they they respect me they they like what I do they were excited to see uh, what we could do and I appreciated that a lot a lot that, that was really like among the comments you see in my facebook feed i won't say who but some of these comments are from people i work with uh, my bosses most of the times uh, <laughs> so you know it's it's very cool to see that kind of support and I, i'm very grateful for that all right well of course we wish you nothing but the most success and luck with this line which i have no doubt it's going to explode. Guaranteed that's going to happen. And when again, when you're ready to start promoting it, we'll pop it in all the places well, possible. We, we, but we are. We are. We are. We started tomorrow. We'll post a little video. We'll start oh. show. Yeah, we'll start showcasing each figure. Uh, I think every week. Uh, so tomorrow we'll start with a very small clip, like almost a TV ad for Barbaro. Uh, and every week we'll do a different one, but we'll also post pictures, we'll maybe post bios, etc. If I can draw something, I will we'll post some art too. Um, so we, they definitely we, better get over to the Formal, uh, Formal Toys YouTube page, subscribe there, yes. popping them up on there as well. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I guess one other thing, I mean, obviously, you, you've got to be doing the card back art on this, right? You're going to be doing card back art, you? 
I will do the cross cells for sure because we'll have okay. cross cells, little cross cells painting. I don't know exactly what the plan is for other stuff in it. I'd like to involve my friends again. Um, we'll see. Uh, yes, I'd love to do some. I know I can't do them all. And but, then later uh, waves, like maybe when you hit wave three, that's when you could do some front pieces of art, like how Masters of the Universe maybe would put some art on the front, <laughs> or is that something that you would, nah, maybe not. See, I'm just trying to think ways. And then, like I said, mm -hmm. at the upper corner, forget new, you could say super duper new. No, right? <laughs> no. No, but man, it's like I said, I just get giddy because I think beyond the figures back in the day for Masters and other toy lines, but especially Masters, I mean, the figures, comics, and the art all went hand in hand. And I know that's something that you've always yeah. known and respected and loved is the art. So you know it and you get it. You get the feeling, you get the essence. Like I said, that's what was so cool about seeing the, um, you know, the things that you've worked on where you're drawn. Yeah. It's like, he gets it. A lot of people don't get it, but you do. And I well, guess that's there, I, I can say this there are already two pieces of art that will reveal at one point uh, by good friends um, that are awesome and um, they, they, they helped us a lot with this piece of art and I can't wait to show them because they're really wonderful. Oh God, one more thing, this just popped in my head because one thing that sure. got me geeked back in the day beyond all the figures and the art was the big post arts of William George and his stuff, remember, that you get from the stores. <laughs> I'm just picturing now if you'd have your characters almost in an homage, ready to fight, offer a poster through this line. Oh my I know, God, I know, know, I know. I, I, I need a good painter, though. <laughs> oh, you need a good painter? Hey, could you get Simon? Simon Soltu? How do you say his name? Um, Simon would be one possibility. Uh, hey, look at Simon Soltu would be a possibility. Uh, I, have, I have others in mind, too. Um... We we hope we, we can get them. Definitely. Oh, if we get some posters, that'd be awesome. We need posters. That's all part of the damn fantasy experience and these toys yes. as well. Yeah, I know, I know. I can draw stick figures. I can get you that. Want some stick figures? It'd be a Joe Motto exclusive we, sell for a penny? Nickel? I don't know. It's worth we, we, uh, <laughs> we, we can have a special edition cards with just the stick figures representing every every of them. With one with the turban, one with the hornet helmet. <laughs> Exactly. Like, look at the cheap stuff. Joe works for nothing. Look at these cards. You guys can get them. Like, this is fantastic. Man, they sell like hotcakes. But, oh, crap. Well, I think that's, um, okay, one more thing. This is a good question from Sean. He mm -hmm. was saying the card back bubbles, would they be glued on or possibly resealable? How you can sometimes have those removable ones? Or would that be too much having a resealable one? Is that too cost? I, I, I don't know about the cost yet. To be honest, uh, we haven't looked into the cost of doing the, the collector-friendly uh, sliding card option. So I can't talk about costs because of that. Uh, the nostalgic collector in me wants them to be glued because the feeling of ripping apart the, 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 yeah. the card is part of the experience. But I don't know if if people really. I mean, I like, hey, I'll admit it. I liked ripping it too. And there was one thing that I always try to do that I was careful with was like the vintage ones, like ripping mm -hmm. to where I wouldn't messed up on the on the front. But you couldn't help it. Like you know the later waves that came with the card art on the front, you couldn't yeah. help but rip off part of their leg. I didn't know if you noticed this, and I don't think that Mattel has mentioned. I don't know if anybody's mentioned it, but. 
some of the Origins figures now. Like, let's say the uh, some of the deluxe ones they just yes, did. Yeah, Mosquito, Ram, for example. Yes, Mosquito, yeah. yeah. When I'm careful ripping that off to not get their legs, there's something mm-hmm. that they did cleverly. They did not put glue on the part that would go on the art of the legs. So when oh, you're no, ripping it off, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take a picture and I'll send it to you later. Uh-huh. But I noticed that with that in Battle Armor He-Man Skeletor, I was like, wait a second, am I that good or what the hell? And then I looked, I was like, there's no glue there. So they must have known people would try to be careful like me and keep that in mind. Yeah, that's nice. Back. That's yeah, a very so, nice touch. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll send a picture, and it wasn't, like I said, just one. It was all of them. So um, I know I'm not that great at ripping stuff apart, you know. So it's a, there's no way I could have did that perfectly, and I noticed no glue. So uh, what a weird way to end the show. No, but uh, no, man, Emiliano, it, it was great having you on. Like I said, I can't wait Thank for you. this line to come out, promoting it, and uh, wishing you all the success in the world. And I'll quickly say to yeah. anybody new, including Justin Mohan, who is here, if you're new to this channel, make sure you like, subscribe, share, and ring that bell so you can always be notified when we go live. And until next time, have a powerful day. Thank you.